You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Oh my, my God. La la la, let me explain. Hello and welcome to another Wednesday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, but it might be you on Wednesdays. We hear from three different listeners who are having some problems that they want my help with and then inevitably yours as well if I ever get around to posting the questions on my Instagram. But they are here for some help and I am going to give it to them. So let's get straight into the questions. The first one says, Hi Lala, I've had such a strange experience. I've just slept with a guy who I really like and I'm worried that he might be mentally ill because when we were sexting before sleeping together, he stopped to seriously warn me that his dick was so big that it had caused all these problems in his life. He said that he's always been fetishized for it. He struggles to get fully hard because it's so big and that being 12 inches usually means he can't even have full sex with women. So I was nervous, but glad he told me about it. But Lala, I can't tell you the shock that I went into when we got down to it. And I actually discovered that his dick was in fact really tiny, maybe two inches soft and four erect, not big at all, which would have been fine if I just wasn't expecting a monster. Neither of us acknowledged it. And now I just, I don't know what to do. He's a really nice guy and I just don't understand why he would do this. Is he crazy? Should I say something? You know what? I've actually had a really similar experience and it confused the life out of me. There is, listen, I, I, I've been very open. I think I've mentioned it several times on here before that I am not into big, massive dicks. I'm absolutely happy with a smaller penis. I, that's all I need. As long as it is attached to a good man, it really doesn't matter to me what the size is. But if you're expecting a 12-inch penis, which is unusually large, you know, like if somebody has stopped to announce, and this is actually what happened to me as well, like they 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 have made it really openly clear that this is not only do they have a big dick, but it's a big dick that is problematic for them, that it's so big that actually it can't even get fully hard, then you are expect you are obviously going to expect a much bigger than normal penis. And, and that is where the shock arises. I don't think many people would be that shocked by a four-inch penis. The average in this country, I think, is 5.2. So then that begs the question, why? Why would you do this? Why would you set up a situation where you know that the people are going to be a little bit surprised at the very least? But massively shocked, really. I, I wonder if there could be a couple of explanations. Maybe he's been told by previous partners that it's big. And and actually, I think a lot of women are, are really kind of guilty of this, of like creating massive egos in men 
by being like, wow, this is so big. Ow, ah, ah. When really it's not that big, you know? And maybe they've all said it to him. Everyone he slept with has been like, wow, bring that big dick to me. And he's believed them. And maybe he truly does believe that it's 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 really huge. And maybe he doesn't have much perspective, you know, if he hasn't seen that many naked men or doesn't watch much porn, maybe he doesn't know. Or maybe he genuinely thinks that it's some kind of weird reverse psychology tactic. Maybe he is employing some kind of mad psychological warfare because he thinks that if he tells you it's big, then you'll believe it. I don't know. Or maybe he was joking. But it would be a really weird joke and, and a joke that is not going to work out well on you once the punchline hits, you know? It certainly is an elephant in the room or <laughs> rather like a mouse in the room. If you were to say something, how would you say it? I, I feel like that would be a very awkward conversation to to, to be like, dude, like, I, I, why did you tell me you had a 12-inch penis? I mean, maybe you should, but is it necessary? If you told him that you got a really big bum and then you turned up on the date and he was like, hey, why did you lie? Your bum's really small and flat. How would you feel? I guess if you can't take him seriously anymore, then that is 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 fair enough. And and I think if you can't get that thing out of your head, if every time you're with him, you can't even hear what he's saying because all that's going through your head is why the hell did you do this? Then there's probably not much potential. But if you can get over it and it's not such a big deal and the sex is still good, then maybe just tot it up as like some weird fucked up psychological shit that that is okay, that you can get past. I don't know, but I, I feel like this would probably give me the ick. But I, I feel really sad for him also, you know? He's not a bad guy. He's just really doesn't know. He's, he's maybe needs to be warned. Maybe if you do get the ick and you don't see him anymore, maybe tell him, like, don't do that. I don't know. Awkward conversation to have, but have it if you need to. Next question says, Hi, Lala. A year ago, I found out that my now ex-husband, who I've been with for 20 years since I was 17, had been having an affair. And it was horrific. But since the initial shock and heartbreak, I've had a sexual awakening. My ex was very vanilla in the bedroom. But I was always happy with everything in our lives. But now that I've been with more men, I've realised how absolutely amazing sex can be. I've really embraced this new feeling, so much so that I'm thinking about starting on OnlyFans. Just some lingerie shots, all anonymous. And I just want to explore this new me and be creative with it. It would also hopefully be great to make a little bit of income from it too, as financially, since the split, I've been struggling to support our two children. But I feel this sense of guilt every time I try to set it up. Is this a stupid idea? And should I just not go there? Any advice would be great. Thank you. So, firstly, I'm really happy that you have had this sexual awakening. I am so pleased. And I think this is, if you listen to my age gap podcast the other day, I was talking about big age gaps and or, or, or just getting into relationships when you're a teen, which was what you did. You were with him from when you were 17 and presumably you hadn't had that much sex or many relationships before getting into this long-term thing. And I think that if we do get into relationships before we've had other sexual experiences, we can be really shielded from how great sex can be. And I'm really pleased that you have had that awakening and that you are now discovering a whole new element to yourself and a whole new side to your sexuality. And I think that that is really exciting. And I love the fact that you are embracing it and doing the most. Keep doing it. 
But in terms of the OnlyFans thing, I'm not anti-OnlyFans, of course. I am pro anybody taking control of their own body in the way that they want to and making money from it if they can. But I also think that there is a lot more to OnlyFans or webcam work or selling nudes online. doesn't always have to be OnlyFans. OnlyFans is just to kind of, kind of become the name for it because that's one site, but there are others. I, I, I think that there is a lot more to it. Uh, and, and I get it. I get the turn on for you that like posting lingerie shots anonymously would be really horny. And actually that that you've obviously unlocked a part of your sexuality where you get turned on by, uh, uh, you know, men enjoying and admiring pictures of you and wanting to pay for it. Like I get that you find that sexy. But the reality is that it's not quite as easy as just flinging up a few pictures of yourself and earning a bit of money from it. I spoke to Chelsea Ferguson. She's on Instagram as at Chelsea Fergo, F-E-R-G-O. And I spoke to her because she runs a company called Admire Me, which is like OnlyFans, but it is female run, which is obviously always better. Uh, And she said that the things you need to think about are that actually if you want to be anonymous, if anonymity is really important to you, then you need to be okay with the fact that you probably won't be anonymous for that long. You need to be okay with the idea that you could get found out, that it could come out. And if you're not willing to fully own it, then Chelsea says that you should be really careful because there is a chance. And if anybody, you know, things come up for for women who do OnlyFans, even if they're trying to do it anonymously, people expose them. And once those pictures are out on the internet, there's nothing that you can do. You can't necessarily get them back. So there is no way that you should go into it thinking, I'm going to be anonymous. No one's going to find out. There's always a chance that you could. And and so do not go into it unless you're very okay with, with, with that being the case. She also said that it's really hard for sex workers who post their face and have a huge online presence, never mind an unknown face, newly starting. So even the women who are influencers, they've got hundreds of thousands of followers, they're they're pretty well known, they can even struggle to make money from OnlyFans. So the idea that you could just come on there, totally unknown, not even showing your face and make a ton of money is, is pretty unrealistic. And it's hard... I can't remember who, somebody who used to be on Love Island, Olivia Atwood or somebody, did a whole documentary about it. And it really isn't as easy as just set up a camera and take pictures. You've got to constantly be spending money on new lingerie, on on new backgrounds and sets. You have to have quite sophisticated technical equipment. It's hard work. Like, it is not easy work at all. And, And Chelsea said it's probably a lot more work than what you anticipate. But what she did say is that actually if you contact her, you can go to admiremevvip on Instagram and she said that she can help. You can contact her because actually what they do is they can help you set up your own Me as it's a female-owned brand. They are really careful and, you know, ethical around that and they actually have a page where users can find your page first without you having to have a huge following. So that might really help you contact Chelsea. But alternatively, there are other ways that you could keep exploring your sexuality. It doesn't have to be in this way in which you start making money out of it. 
you you could go to like killing kittens, like a sex party. You could join Field, sex positive dating app. You can explore your sexuality in lots of different ways and and embrace it, as I say. But be very careful about going into OnlyFans work. Really speak to women who've done it and and find out all the pros and cons first. Don't don't go into it lightly. Know that fizzy feeling you get when you read something really good, watch the movie everyone's been talking about, or catch the show the internet can't get over? At the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast, we chase that feeling five times a week. We talk about the buzziest movies, TV, music, books, and more. From lowbrow to highbrow to in-between, catch the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hi, Lala. I went to stay with one of my best friends for the weekend as she lives quite far away from me. On the morning before we left, I came down to the lounge and her husband was lying on the sofa with my four-year-old daughter. This startled me a lot as they don't know each other well and it just made me feel so uncomfortable seeing this enormous man in a dressing gown lying pretty much on my small daughter. He said we were just having a cuddle and didn't move whatsoever. I ended the situation by telling my daughter her breakfast is ready, but I just still can't get the look my daughter had on her face out of my head. She's usually such a feisty child, but she just looks so uncomfortable. We had a long conversation after we left and she said she just didn't like it because she felt squashed. I talked to her about consent and what to do if someone touched her in a way she didn't like, but he just didn't seem to think there was a problem. He didn't jump up or move at all. Perhaps it was an innocent cuddle, but I just can't stop thinking about it. And now I'm really worried about staying there again. He's a very affectionate man. He hugs and kisses a lot. And I'm just scared that if I bring it up to my friend, it will seem like I'm accusing him of being a paedophile and our friendship will be ruined. This is a very tough one. And what makes it more tough is that, you know, this wouldn't be tough at all if it was very clear that he had done something incredibly inappropriate. There would be no grey areas. It would be police out of there, never see them again. But because it it, it is one of those situations where it's like, hmm, this has given you a really uncomfortable feeling. Your daughter didn't seem comfortable. Your intuition is firing off. But there's nothing tangible where you could like call the police and say, he was laying with my daughter. That's not a criminal offence, you know? So it is a bit difficult. But to my mind, it sort of isn't if you trust your gut. And I feel like your intuition is saying it wasn't right. So nothing has happened per se. So it'd be difficult to alert anyone. It would be difficult. You know, you wouldn't be able to contact the police. You wouldn't necessarily be able to contact children's services to report your concerns about him being with other children. But I do think that you could have a a discussion with your friend, firstly, about your discomfort and and about setting very clear boundaries. I think you are well within your rights to say, I felt extremely uncomfortable with that situation. You have a right 
for people who are not her father or your immediate family or people who you just don't choose to, to, to not be laying with your daughter in that way. And I, 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 I hope it's not out of place of me saying this, but when I read that, I was like, the first thing that went to my mind was like, was there, did he have an erection? Is that why he didn't jump up? Like, why is he squashing her? Why is he on top of her? But then again, I guess I'm being a bit like you in this sense, which is like, you know, my gut says this is horrible. And then I'm speculating and reading additional things into it that may not have happened. And that's why this one is so difficult. But I do think it is incredibly important just because it's difficult and because it's kind of great, not great area, but we're not entirely clear that something untoward has happened. Uh, it, it does create that difficulty of, uh, for, for you, I guess, of feeling like I can deal with this really seriously. But, but as I say, discussion with your friend around your discomfort around that and set the boundaries. The most important thing here is that ongoing education with your daughter about consent, ensuring that she knows that adults do not have the power to make you do things that you don't want to do, that it is not rude or impolite to tell somebody that you don't want to hug them. She, you, you absolutely handled it in the right way by having that discussion with her. You could do a Sarah's Law check. There is a possibility. So Sarah's Law was created... It's a bit like Claire's Law, which I've discussed on here before, where if you're concerned about somebody possibly having a history of domestic abuse, then you can do a check with the police to find out if they have a criminal record. Sarah's Law exists if you have concerns that somebody has perhaps uh, harmed children sexually or otherwise. You could do a check under Sarah's Law. You could contact your local police force and uh, fill out a form under Sarah's Law Disclosure of Information Scheme to request whether he has any kind of him criminal history, whether he's ever been alleged to have done anything before. But of course, with those things, it is always important to remember that just because somebody doesn't have any criminal convictions doesn't mean they haven't done anything. It just means they've never been caught or reported. So I guess the best thing that you can do here after setting boundaries, discussing with your friend, continually educating your daughter is just really stay alert. And, and I would advise strongly not to leave her alone with him again if you are having situations where you are around each other. But it's a very difficult one and I am just going to have to leave you with the, the thing of trust your gut, trust your intuition. If your fucking intuition is firing with something like this, really, truly trust it. So there we go. Another week confusingly small penises only fans and potential paedophilia doesn't really sound like a engaging title does it we might have to revise that but anyway that's what we've given you you never know what you're going to get around here but i hope you come back for some more i will see you on friday la 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 let me explain this has been a sony music entertainment production <laughs>